Greetings, fellow investigators, and welcome back to our video podcast, Into the Darkness, where my friends and I play the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. I'm your host, Tom Rayleigh. The campaign is A Cold Fire Within. It was written by Christopher Smith Adair, and it's available from Chaosium and Drive-Through RPG. Our game master is Zane Fleming, and this is episode six. Our recap will be given by David Gassaway as his character, Marsden Lethbridge. So without any further delay, let's continue our journey into the darkness. David? Thank you, Tom. Uh, research notebook B, 316, Antimeridian time, Saturday, May 11th. It's been an extremely busy day. Uh, while I was recovering in hospital after my kidnapping and car accident, uh, uh, Damiel and Milton remained behind in Argus's house. Damiel uncovered an exquisite artifact, a faintly glowing red cube from which he could hear voices speaking in a wooden box. Uh, we have come to believe this is called the heart of dreams and that it has uh, peculiar, hello Theodore, peculiar attributes. Um, he also found a scroll that is nominally a translation of an ancient Etruscan stone tablet describing, you cannot have my coffee, Theodore, really. Describing the crystal of Nephren Ka, an object with instructions uh, will require 20 carat opals to make them. And they supposedly have the capacity to contain and transfer souls between individuals, which would explain how the gray-haired, fork-bearded types from ancient history were coming to take over people here. However, of course, the concept of soul itself is extremely dubious. Meanwhile, in the hospital, uh, Detective Sykes himself seemed reasonably sane, but the problem with civil authority seems to be the ease with which it is corrupted. He intimated that his own precinct has been overrun by the League of Forgotten Men. One can readily see how the authoritarian mindset of the civil authority would overlap with the trivial philosophical notions of Chair, uh, um, Chancellor Hitler, note appendix on his apparent mental difficulties based on Mein Kampf. I had to, uh, I spent something like 30 minutes with Sykes trying to deflect his nonsense questions while learning that apparently uh, the League has a stranglehold on our local government. Uh, I learned that um, that uh, substantial injuries were not going to prevent them from holding my dear friend. And now we learn that he has been kidnapped while presumably under police protection in the hospital. So there is some speculation about possible uses of this crystal of Nephren Ka. Milton's still out, but his vital signs are good. He was disturbed by the first dream he had, sleeping next to the heart of dreams. And then he touched it and collapsed rather like a sack of potatoes. I will monitor the situation. Uh, time for a pot of coffee. 
Mars to the left bridge. Awesome. Thank you very much, Marsden. Um, so just before we kick in, I do have to apologize to my players and viewers. I did have a quick uh, slip of the tongue. Uh, it is not Nephron Car, which as we all know is a very important deity. <laughs> um, it is actually the crystal of Nafcon, or Nafcon, um, uh, meant to sound like a similar different other thing, um, but we'll get into that. Um, so yeah, when we left off, the last thing I believe um, was Marsden had just gotten the phone call from the hospital to inform him that Wyatt had been kidnapped uh, and then Melton fell to the floor with an almighty thud uh, after touching the crystal. What would people like to do? As I recall, this was in the evening. Great. It was be, be, uh, quite kind of early morning. So kind of yeah. this happened probably around 4, 4 a.m. Okay. Because some of us, as I recall, went to bed. Everyone was asleep yes, except for Milton and myself. <clears throat> so as I said, I'll continue to monitor him. Um, okay. He's only out for probably two or three minutes it's not really a um yeah it's i mean well that's long enough normally if someone's out for that long you yeah but um his his vote it basically it doesn't seem like he's it just seems he's in a very deep sleep um but eventually he comes to after about two or three minutes and you remember your dream vividly milton yeah i certainly remember the first one uh the uh the room in the tower seeing the uh the six-legged big horned thing down uh, down on the bridge uh, what happens after i touch the cube after that um so after you you touch the cube um you kind of feel like um you get a, a strange you get a surge of energy and that's kind of what shocks you kind of out of out of um out of consciousness um so while you're give me a um what's your psych power uh i clairvoyance yeah give me a clairvoyance roll let's see how much you're able to okay. 18 is a hard if it makes any difference, I can burn seven points and bring it down to an extreme. Uh, hard will be fine. Hard will be fine. Mm -hmm. Hard gets you what you need to you need to know. Um, so you wake up in your dream, and you're in a in a you're sitting back in um, the office of Argus. Uh, you're sitting across from his desk. There's the um, the bookcase there. Uh, there's a fire in the fireplace. Everything seems to be black. Um, so it's dark outside and everything like that. Um, the chair behind the desk is facing away from you. So it's facing towards the, um, towards the window um, at the back of the room. Um, the only sounds you're hearing is the crackle of the fire. Um, sitting on the other chair um, across from you is, is, um, is Theodore. Um, and he's sort of just purring and, and kind of licking his, his hand and kind of, you know, 
brushing it back and things like that. And he sort of at one point looks up at you and gives the closest thing that a cat can give to a grin and then kind of snuggles himself back down. Definitely a good Cheshire cat impression. Well, kind of almost saying aloud, uh, mental note, don't touch a book or anything in the other room. I don't want to go to Saturn again. Um, and see if there's a reaction from the chair in front of me. <laughs> uh, yeah, so it's sort of at this moment that the um, uh, you hear a voice, a very wise decision. And the chair turns and sitting in the chair with a forked beard sits a man that looks surprisingly like Ferdinand Argus from the pictures you've seen. Mm. Almost expecting him to have a white cap on his lap now. He should be. Uh, he should be stroking. <laughs> I expect you to die, Mister Black. <laughs> no, <laughs> no ah. he just turns around. Well, hopefully, this is an actual meeting. Then you're a hard man to find. Hmm. It is a meeting of sorts, a meeting of minds, as it were. Hmm. Yeah, so, maybe one, one or both of us is dreaming. Mm, very perceptive of you, Mr. Blake. <laughs> uh, try, to, try to keep sharp eyes. Yes, well, you and your associates, I will admit, have uh, caused a bit of a situation for me and my plans. Mm -hmm. Well, this all, all started as a result of you uh, deciding to have one of our friends possessed. Oh, Mr. Sterling. Yes. Mr. Sterling is fine. He's in a <laughs> better place. Hmm. A friend of mine required his uh, vessel. Hmm. So he's not a backseat driver in there. He is somewhere else. Um, presumably that uh, tower that I've seen. Ah. So you've seen it then? Well, I've seen something about it. I've, well, if what I am putting together here is right, whether I've seen the outside and the inside or if they're two different places or not, I don't know. Hmm. But I thought there might be some kind of swap that takes place. So I couldn't imagine them being room in room inside a head for two people. Tell me, Mr. Blake, what do you know of Lomar? To be honest, not very much. <laughs> I was hoping you might be able to fill me in. <laughs> well, I'd be much obliged. Lomar is a ancient civilization to you. But believe me, back then we were far more advanced than you people. So when our existence was threatened, those of us with the power and the know-how paused Lomar in it so it would repeat itself in existence. Locked away from itself outside of time. But that means that the fall of Lomar, as it were, is the continuous loop. I was able to transfer my mind forward in time to uh, overtake this body. A simple man was a construction worker. 
once I gained enough strength, I started to enact my plan to bring my compatriots back with me. But I had to find the right vessels for my friends. Once I did, I simply switched the minds. So now those insignificant scum like yourself, well, they get to live out a continuous loop over and over and over. I can see why you get along with the fascists really well. <laughs> oh, they too are feeble-minded, but they uh, fulfill a purpose at this moment. Hmm. So, thinking of your grand plan and probably the interior monologue going here, and I bet you, I bet he wants to gloat about this. Mm. Where do you see, uh, where do you see Lomar reappearing in the modern world, or at least what we call the modern world? Uh, that is something I can myself not fully foresee at this moment. But it's none of your concern, for in a few moments, your body will be taken care of. You see, you probably shouldn't have used my heart of dreams, Milton. Though it has brought you here and given you some inside knowledge, my heart of dreams has protectors. Oh, I'll see if I can go and greet them. And inside the panic button's been uh, kind of punched going, wake up, wake up, wake up, wake up. Yeah, pretty much. So that's, uh, and he sort of waves his hand and kind of in that moment, that's when uh, you sit upright directly uh, in, um, uh, back in the room um, or back at the anvil uh, with Marsden sort of looking over you. I, I think I bolt upright and just yelling at the top of my voice to wake up anyone that's here. Something's coming! Another dream, then. Uh, more, more like a mental phone call. Um, we, we need to get ready for something. Uh, oh, very well. I shall uh, activate the klaxon. Um, so, yeah, obviously the klaxon goes off. Damiel and Alexios, um, you, you are probably... I don't see you guys sleeping through a klaxon. <laughs> um, and you, you wake up. Oh, oh Alexius, that's, uh, that's the klaxon. <laughs> you probably don't know. Something's going to happen. Something's wrong. Well, there's a fire? What? Well, probably not. Probably something else. Something, something worse. Oh, for goodness sake. Put your clothes on. Get up. Let's go. Start putting my trousers on. <laughs> I'm grabbing the cane and going to the windows and basically looking outside to see if I can spot anything or anyone <clears throat> that might be coming. Sure. Um, so What's going on? They've switched, switched the klaxon off. Yep. They, uh, Demio and Alexius, come downstairs. Uh, what's going on? Uh, I've just had a little chat with Argus. Apparently he says something's coming to, uh, coming to uh, deal with us. Apparently using his, um, his heart, for the, that heart of dreaming of his, he had protection on it. He might be just trying to throw the wind up us. I don't know, but I'm not going to ignore uh, a megalomaniac gloating like that. 
We can always uh, attempt sleep if nothing arrives in, with an apparent uh, violent intent. It is a pity why it isn't here. What um, What do you mean we're speaking with him? In, uh, that, uh, that box, the uh, the heart. Right. Um, think of it like a mental telephone. So uh, yeah, we won't, um, won't, won't be using that again anytime soon. Speaking of telephones, uh, at this moment, the phone rings yet again. At this time, it's probably close to about five o'clock in the morning. Anvil? Uh, yes, is this Marsden? Uh, who, yes, who's speaking? Uh, it's Professor Kilgrave. Kilgrave, uh, there's much to discuss. Uh, you're up. Yes, for... well, I've been trying to contact you for a few days now. Uh, you and your cohort seem to have uh, gotten the society into the papers. Perhaps indirectly. I'm sorry I haven't been available. I was kidnapped. Uh, what <laughs> papers should I look at? Um, well, all of them. It's a, everyone's talking about a, a, a double homicide at a home in uh, New Jersey. Um, supposedly, one of your one of a member of the society has been arrested under the murder charges and uh, reckless driving and all kinds of other things. Have the papers yet reported that the man was kidnapped while under police custody in the hospital? No, they seem to have left that part out, Lethbridge. Yes, you, uh, I apologize for the inconvenience. You realize it's the, it's the league of uh, unfortunate morons that's behind this. Ah, so that the, the argument began, I'm afraid, before we were even involved. I don't think, uh, I don't think it could be avoided. Does this have anything to do with um, uh, that uh, situation we spoke about at my home not that long ago? It is related to that, unmistakably. Uh, ah. We appear to have... Um, it, well, it appears that ancient Lomar is attempting to revive itself in contemporary New York City. I see. Well, in that case, uh, I'm glad I've done what I've done then. Um, in fact, he should be arriving any minute. And uh, in the distance, you can hear the barking of a dog. Uh, we're expecting an unfriendly visit as well. Uh, could I take it that the dog is yours? Well, the dog's not mine, but the dog belongs to an associate of mine. Uh, just, he's uh, an odd sort of fellow, but he, he will be of assistance, but um, just keep an eye on him. Yes. Uh, does the dog have any commands we should know? Sit. Stay. Okay, well, the regular ones then. Well, thank you. If, if, if the dog needs to do something, um, then the, his owner will uh, will oblige. Oh, they're um, coming together. What's the fellow's name? Oh, yes. Uh, Konyev. Boris Konyev. Oh, good. Um, yes, uh, apparently a Ferdinand Argus is sticking something on us as well. He wants uh, an artifact known as the Heart of Dreams. Um, one moment. I have no idea what that is. <laughs> yeah, well, I'll explain it uh, when the attack is over and perhaps after I've had 20 minutes sleep. Ah, right. Well, uh, yes, I've, I've been trying to reach you and uh, let you know that Boris was on his way. So now that I've done that, I will 
I will retire. But uh, if you do need anything for me or the society, just give us a call, Marston. Let's try not to um, have any more murders or destruction of property. Uh, we'll try to clean up after the League as best we can, Kilgrave. Thanks for the assistance. You're much obliged. Good night. Morning. Uh, so we have a we have a, a mad Russian and a giant dog or something like that uh, on the way. Uh, they're friendlies, apparently. How well do we know Kilgrave? Kilgrave's the founder of the society. If if he's against us, then we're against ourselves in essence. Yeah, I suppose. Um, um, uh, so who is watching the window? It was Milton, correct? Uh huh. Yeah, now that so, I've heard um, mention of a dog, I'm also keeping an eye out for Theodore going, a dog and a cat in the same place, that's going to be getting on like a house on fire. Um, you do see uh, kind of coming down the street, it's almost like uh, at the end of the street there's a, because um, you guys are on the dock, so you can see the ocean kind of out the front, um, and down the road there's, there's uh, lampposts. And one second you're kind of looking down, and then you maybe glance down the other way and then look back, and all of a sudden, you can see someone standing underneath one of the lampposts with a large dog standing next to him. And he's just standing there watching the building. I think we have our uh, dog-bearing visitor. Well, he's not going to do much good over there. Well, guard dogs are often on the outside protecting those within, I suppose. Mm. I'm afraid there's going to be something supernatural happen. I wonder how how many minutes has you, it been since your warning, Mr. Blake? It's been at least ten. These fellows have gotten up and dressed. I've had two cups of coffee. <clears throat> it might be worthwhile re, uh, relocating, but whether we take that thing with us or not, I don't know. And like I said, there is the chance it could have just been a uh, a way to a way to rattle this. He might want us to try to leave the building with it so that he can make a grab for it there. That's also uh, true. Could you um, all give me a spot hidden? Oh, no. Dead on the nose. So just regular, regular pass. <clears throat> no good for me. Okay, cool. That's fine. Everything's all good for now. <clears throat> um, Boris, what would you like to do? You've arrived uh, on the docks. <clears throat> You've, you can see the address that uh, that Kilgrave has given you. Um, well, I'll what would you and Selenia like to do? Oh, it's Octavian. Is the dog's name? Oh, you change it? Okay, yeah, Octavian, I Boris. Um. And he has a big walking stick. It's almost as tall as he is. He need... So you see a six foot two man walking down towards the door, whistling a long, slow, almost sad tune very loudly. And he's just slightly shuffling down. Octavian, come. And the dog gets right to his side and walks on his heels. And uh, approaching the door. and. With the, the staff, I rap on it three times. Dun, dun, dun. Hello? Hello. 
I open the door. <laughs> Thank you, Lex. Wow. You are a big man. I am Boris. Nice to meet you, Boris. We were expecting you. Good. Come in. And he's carrying a big rucksack on his shoulder. Uh, Octavian, come. Stay. Octavian, he's a handsome boy. He's a big uh, Mongolian wolfhound. Huge dog. I'm going to have to look that up now. <laughs> Sit. The dog instantly just sits down. Stay. He's good with cats, is he? He's good with everything except what we don't want him to be. Pandas. We're expecting something unfriendly, but we don't know what it is. Unfriendly now? Perhaps. Uh, for, honestly, the warning came via dream, and so the time scale might be difficult to ascertain with any precision. What uh, is your protections here? Where is your military cash? Oh, uh, you know, we have some, um, uh, I've got uh, a magnetic rifle in the case there. We have uh, secondary sort of portcullis doors over all the exits that drop down with quite a bit of weight. Um, we can put metal shutters over the glass windows. Duh, good. Uh, but we generally speaking uh, are a peaceful research facility, you see. Um, would Boris and uh, Octavian like to do spot hiddens, please? Octavian. Uh, Octavian gets a bonus dice. Oh, well, he got extreme already. <clears throat> oh, great. And for myself, a failure. Okay. The, bar, uh, the dog, Octavian, starts to bark loudly. Um, and he kind of goes kind of rigid and, like, is, is um, he. He sort of runs into the room a little bit and then kind of stops as he's been trying to do and just starts barking loudly in the direction. Well, first I, I throw my rucksack on the closest table and I pull out a, it's an M1 uh, bolt action rifle and I, I, I chamber it chink, chink, and I sling it over my shoulder and then I follow the dog. Oh, and uh, borscht in a bag too, and vodka. We, we, we drink after we kill. And then I walk towards the uh, where the dog went. Um, so the dog had gone straight up to Damiel, um, and Damiel sort of just standing there. Um, the dog's quite big and scary looking, and it seems to be barking at Damiel. I, Octavian, stop, sit. I, I am sorry, um, my friend. The dog's still barking. Um, who got the... Um, you got a regular, didn't you, Milton? Who else got a regular? Um, Lex, I think. So M Milton, obviously, uh, having the dog kind of bark in that direction, it, it seems quite strange that um, barking at Damiel. Um, and then all of a sudden, behind Damiel, you almost see, like, the shadows start to shift in the corner. And then emerging out of the shadows is a tall, shadow-like, kind of silhouetted creature just starts to creep out, and it looks like it's about to engulf Damiel from behind. I'll yell at Damiel, like, dive left! Oh. 
Oops, Life. that was right. <laughs> Whichever. I don't know that well. <laughs> um, yeah, so he dives out just in time as all of you see like a, a, a 10 foot kind of shadow kind of, it, it, it's completely silhouette shadow creature type thing sort of emerges out from the darkness of the corner and tries to kind of tendril arm around Damiel, but he just misses him as as Damiel um, skids to the floor. Um, and the, dark, the dog is still barking its head off. Does it look like a solid thing or is it like a shadow? It's, it looks like a shadow, yeah. So uh, I need sanity checks from everyone who's seeing it. Oh, three. Oh, you're okay then. You've seen worse. Can I can I grab a lamp and go at it with the lamp? <laughs> <laughs> Dan, I got a hundred. Oh no! Oh god! I, okay. I fail as well, but not that bad. I'm going back to Russia. bitches. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, a sanity uh, loss for seeing the creature. Um, Okay, cool, sweet. So um, it's nothing for seeing the creature, uh, but if you fail, uh, just take four. Mm -hmm. um, if if you so if that was max damage, take four. If you're if you just failed, uh, roll a one d four. And to be if you pass, you're fine. Yeah. yeah, if you're past, it's one. I don't oh, need to make an intelligence roll, do I? No, because you only lost. Uh, you only lost four. It's okay. only if you lose five, you have to. Um, yeah, I couldn't remember. I I will suck it up with my four luck. Good. Yep. Fair enough. Um, so pretty much as soon as it's it's made its. Uh... Okay. Sweet. So as soon as it's tried to kind of make it its attempt. It's going to try and shift itself back into the shadow um, and things. So, um, okay. Oh, and it big fails. You guys are still able to see it. Okay. I wonder uh, where the you know where my main electrical board is and how much I can light up the anvil. And also, I have as my one of my talents resourceful. So I wonder if I can't speaking you know get make. Grab the really big flashlight, the the nine spectrum <laughs> flashlight or something. Oh yeah, yeah, the one that can be seen from space. <laughs> right. Um, yeah, yeah, you've got resourceful. So, um, uh, yep, you you have uh, that that flashlight, the floodlight that you've been working on. Um, it's just over on the table to your to your left, um, and uh, it's not plugged in, but you're very it's. The power source is right there. You just have to, it wouldn't be a big move to do it. All right. So you go over and you plug this in and it's like an unearthly scream in all of your heads um, as this, uh, all of you kind of have to, have to cover your own eyes because the light is so bright, but you kind of hear a, um, this un unholy scream and the shadow thing sort of starts to um uh you can see parts of the skin become kind of solid and it kind of starts to burn and, and ash away and it's sort of reaching forward for 
for you guys as it tries to kind of cover the get away from the light somehow um and and there's a like a sulfuric um kind of sulfur smell in the air as this thing slowly starts to to crisp and and, and fade away from the light uh. until eventually there's nothing left <laughs> oh one down good thinking oh. sorry about that uh, well you mentioned uh the light it's just uh, That's the first thing i thought of yeah it's good to have it's good when things attack you at home sometimes you know especially when you make things there so uh is there was there any residue other than this unpleasant aroma no it's just it's it just yeah everything's faded away nothing i can mr scrape konev up. you seem rather shaken oh i know why the group sent me here mm. i talk with spirits ghosts and things but that is pure evil and now he, he turns around and shuffles back he walks kind of shuffles his feet when he walks and he has a big staff over to the his rucksack and he takes out a, a tin of caviar and a bottle of vodka and some borscht yes I, a celebration is still in order Duh. well couldn't there be more of those things coming? Yeah. Hopefully yeah. it'll be more of those exactly and not something fleshier. Put, put many light. Yes, I'll do some wiring while we wait. And the sun will be up soon. I imagine that sort of thing only attacks at night. Quite an interesting phenomenon. I wonder where he got it. Um, technical question. What uh, Remind me what I spend for using that talent. There's, uh, a, there's a cost. Yes. Might be, I think it might be 10. It'll Maybe. be yeah, I think it's 10, yeah. 10 points of luck, I believe. Yeah, to mean you've yeah, got yeah. it definitely on hand, yeah. Thank you. So he referred to the crystal as the, the, the heart of dreams. And you, you dreamed your communication with him? Oh, well, I felt myself falling out of consciousness, so I presume it was a dreamlike state. So it's some sort of dream crystal. I mean, I assume you've told us the whole thing. Of what yeah, went on. yeah, consider it told. Mm -hmm. And he said it had guardians. Hmm. And the first vision, uh, the, would you, uh, is it safe to assume that that was ancient Lamar that you were witnessing based on the facial hair and whatnot? Yeah, I, th I think it is. I think it's their original bodies. And I've seen the outside of the tower before, so I think it's the same place. And the six-legged horned thing, did uh, Argus explain what was bringing Lomar down? No, he didn't. Uh, I didn't particularly want to stick around and ask for more technical details. Can I do an occult role to see if any of that is something that I've heard before? I was going to ask the same thing about what they were talking about. No worries. Give me out a of call. 22 out of 65, so that's a hard. It's a regular. Um, so Boris, you've never uh, heard of heard of such thing. It's it sounds like the kind of drivel that you would sort of, you know, say to your followers to kind of get them to kind of pay up, sort of thing. It kind of sounds like that. Uh, Damiel, you 
after kind of the stuff you've seen and heard, um, you remember talk of um, there used to be this uh, um, priest that was in the same seminary as you, an older older priest, and he used to tell all these stories of uh, you know when he was younger and and the things he used to see. Um, and he spoke about a um, uh, when he was uh, in Tibet once. He talked about seeing a uh, six-legged um, furry rhino, which obviously at the time sounded stupid. Um, but uh, now you thinking back, I think there's potential um, for some truth to it. Yeah. So I've heard a story that seems to match the 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 thing that you saw had to do with it was something in Tibet. Um, another another priest that I knew said that he'd seen something like that in Tibet. You mean they're still around? Well, thankfully we're not. Well, that would have that would have only been you know fifty. 40 to 50 years ago. I'm glad there's an ocean in the way, to be honest, because those things look pretty horrible. He didn't say whether it was dangerous or not, but I imagine a four, six-legged rhino was dangerous. Biologically, that doesn't make any sense. It would have to be some sort of freak. Well, I mean, there are false legs, like the false thumbs of the panda, that sort of thing. Well, I wonder if there's animals. some relationship between Lomar and Tibet geographically. Maybe. Animals are sometimes born with extra limbs. It happens. I've seen so freak wasn't shows. Lomar wasn't Lomar mentioned as being in the far north? So I suppose it's all frame of reference. I mean, if someone was talking about southern China and then looking to the far north. Nepal. Then Nepal. It's in the right direction, and distance is relative. But... Lots of strange things up there in the mountains. Kathmandu. Up from Siberia. That's much better. We have no six-legged rhinos. Now, Keeper, I would like, after I drink a, you know, a little... Just a little glass of vodka. Just a little bottle. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm going to find a nice easy chair and I'm going to sit down and uh, open myself up to the spirits. Okay. Um, and I, so I said, an I, easy I, chair in the anvil is, uh, the anvil's not necessarily made for comfort. Uh, yes, I but, think uh, the closest thing you might find to an easy chair is this uh, adjustable dental operating table. It's cushioned and you can <laughs> recline and so on. Uh, He's Russian. He loves to suffer. <laughs> Octavian, guard, guard. So that way. Okay. Yep. Yeah. I am going to see if I uh, speak with any entities, or they speak through me. Okay. So let uh, you were going to do some. I roll for two rounds and ooh seven magic points. Okay. So you must re. Uh, a medium must spend a 1d10 rounds. So you've rolled, you've got two. I rolled a two and then a seven on points. Okay, so you're going to spend magic points. So for two rounds, so that's like about, let's say, 
two minutes, two or three minutes, uh, you're going to be sort of um, just kind of sitting there getting into your your mojo. Um, and if okay. I forgot to say, he's 75 years old with huge, big blue eyes. Very calming, kind. When you look into them, you just feel relaxed and happy. Okay. Um, cool. So after, um, does anyone want to do anything in that, in that two minutes? Keep an eye on the shadows. Make sure nothing's crawling out of it. Yeah. I started cooking up sausages again. <laughs> All right. Making me hungry. Uh, Rob, cooking. <laughs> cooking will be rolled. <laughs> I rolled a hundred. They burned the place down. There we go. Um, he, uh, the, the dog he, eats them he, before we can. Yeah, yeah the dog. Yeah, exactly. Perfect. Nah, the dog, dog ain't comes. moving. I commanded. <laughs> oh, yes, of course. Yeah, Theodore doesn't know. Theodore's a little shit. <laughs> What, you don't Theodore's like your sausages charcoal black? Um, Theodore does. Still <laughs> doing that. Um, That's actually the stove we use for uh, chemistry primarily. There's a, a the one down the hall that doesn't have as much sulfur residue. All right. Um, give me a power roll, uh, Boris. Uh, you are strong-willed, so you gain a, uh, gain a bonus down with making power rolls. First roll is 42, with the bonus, it's tw uh, 22. Which okay. would be, ex no, hard. Hard, okay. I've just got to bring up this character sheet. Um, yeah, oh wow, you, yeah, obliterate that. So um, all of a sudden, um, Boris sort of lets uh, <gasps> And you guys see a little bit of a uh, what looks like a white light, sort of kind of just like in the inside of of uh, of Boris's mouth, um, and then he sort of goes um, limp for a bit, and then sits upright, and um, a voice comes out of Boris's mouth that is not his own. It is that of Owen Dorcher. Is, is that you? Is that really you? Holy crap, I recognize that voice. <laughs> Damien? Marston? Milton? I'm here. I, I'm rolling to see if I freak out. Yeah, now I got a seven. <laughs> I, I, I don't believe it. It can't, it can't possibly be. Hi. I, I don't I, I don't know how much longer I can stay here. Uh, but uh, you you need to stop them. You need to stop Argus. That that is what we're planning on doing. He's trying to. He, he's found a way to bring Lomar back. How do you know that? Because he's got my spirit. Oh, crap. <laughs> He's got it around his neck. I, I, I just hate this guy more and more the more I hear of him. 
Is there uh, something that you can tell us, Owen, about how to release your spirit from this condition of bondage? You need to use, uh, I think he called it the heart of dreams. Uh, we understand that. And, and you, you need, you'll need to have your own crystal and, and you'll need to find this. This is the part I'm, I'm almost, I don't want you to do it. But you need, if you want to bring me back, you'll need to find me a vessel. Do you have any preferences of shape, gender? I don't have a choice on that. It's just, it's, you've got to find the right one. There's, oh, it's, there's, it's got a match. Yes. Do you know how you can tell what's a, what a match is? I, I don't know, but I, I can try and find out. I, I, it's, it's getting harder to, to stay, stay in that whoever I'm in now is, is, is fighting back. God, they're can strong. I, can I do a psychology role to see if he's telling us this of his own volition or whether it's something that he's being told to tell us? Yeah, sure, you can do that, yeah. Can I do a roll to see if uh, Boris is just a bullshitting con artist? Yep, that'd be a psychology roll. I got an extreme, I got ten. I, I can't tell. He's good. Um, it, it, looks, it looks pretty pretty real. Even the way the, the, the body's moving is is sort of remembering certain things that uh that uh, owen used to do um and things like that uh milton um it it sounds it it sounds pretty like it sounds like um owen it, it doesn't sound like he's being forced into coerced to saying anything like that he sounds pretty genuine but he said i i i'm not asking you to bring me back i i was willing to to make the sacrifices i have but you need to stop it so no more people go, get, end up like this. You've, you've got to go to such terrorists. It's it's near New York. You've got to go there. You gotta. You, the cat. Sad. It's in the cat. The cats get. Sagittarius. I do. I taste olive oil. It might be from uh, all that you can discern away from the martini taste that comes from what you're accustomed to. Um, I, 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 I don't believe it. I think that it's demonic. I'm going to quickly go through the paperwork that we grabbed off um, Argus's desk. Um, mm -hmm. I'm looking for that list of names that he had. Yeah, sure. Um, one moment. I can bring that up. <laughs> the ones with the um, them all crossed. It's like the yeah. two names and then some were that's, crossed out. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah. Ah, damn it. They are all crossed out. I thought from memory there might have been some uh, someone on there that they hadn't crossed the name out yet. Because thinking if that was someone that identified that we could possess then we'd have a we just have to find them but do nah, um, do be used uh all of you give me idea rolls though nope no idea i'm 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 worried about the demons fair enough yeah hard pass i think mine <laughs> might be a regular when i can get to the stat uh regular, yeah, just regular. pass i didn't roll because i wouldn't have enough information yeah sure fair enough 
Okay, so that means uh, Lex coming through bloody brain box over here. Um, Lex, you uh, all of a sudden kind of realize that of all the names on there, you guys have only looked, uh, the, this, the group of guys have only looked into the disappearance of Brendan Sterling. There's one, two, three, four, five, five other names on there of people's names crossed out. Fellas, what about the rest of them and not just uh, Mr. Starling? Well, I'm guessing that those are the people that have been possessed by the, and then they've been replaced by the person, the name on the right. I was hoping maybe, it would be a name that hadn't been crossed out yet, meaning they were ready to be possessed. Maybe there's somewhere for us to start. If we're maybe there's something common between all of the names, that's or a good the, idea. The people. Then we can extrapolate that and find another one or two. Mm -hmm. It's it's certainly worth keeping an eye on the people that we know have been taken by Lomarians, but that they don't necessarily know we know about. Uh, and as far as finding Owen a new vessel. If such a thing turns out to be in order, I assume we'll be turning the corpus of one of the League members over. If we can find one handsome, I'm sure I wouldn't be very distressed to wake up in a squat, scarred old body. And we also need one for White as well if we're going to uh, break him out of uh, jail. Uh, where, wherever he's actually held. That's a good point. Yeah. I mean, since he's probably being held by the League, perhaps we'll find a couple of likely fellows there. Uh, we have to opal shop as soon as we can in the morning. I keep quite a few mineral samples here in the anvil, but I don't usually keep the precious ones around. They're not normally very interesting in terms of physical effect, except gold, of course, which I have a bit of. We need... Say so you going shopping for uh, Opal? When when we go, let me speak with man. I am good with people. Maybe discount. Uh, certainly. I'm sure your charisma will overwhelm them. Uh, do you think, Dracos, the fellow that uh, provided the... Uh, medallions to the league would be a useful source or is he already I don't know, he seems a little wacky um i'm sure any place you know once you get into the jewelry district you just start asking questions and you get pushed right in the right direction they're all pretty ethical or they would or they wouldn't be in business and Opal's not that uncommon, so. Um, and just to uh, to uh, reiterate that, because I, I am probably pronouncing it wrong, that it wasn't Sagittarius he was trying to say. It was um, the name of the state just up from New York, oh, near um, Woodstock. Socrates? That's the one. Right, we knew that something was up at What's Socrates. Syracuse? Syracuse or Socrates? No, it's Socrates. It's okay. closer by. It's uh, yeah, we came up earlier. How far, Milton, is Socrates from the establishment with whom you have correspondence? I am guessing they're pretty close. 
very close. Um, very close, in fact. Uh, um, uh, did anyone catch the last little bit of what uh, Owen said? Yeah, it was about it's in the cats, did they say? Cat skills, presumably. Mm. All kind of pretty much in the same vicinity there. But what's our plan when, uh, well, in the very short time until morning comes? Are we going to uh, wait around until the shops open, get our opals, and then work on that? Or do we want to try and follow up a bit more on where Wyatt's potentially being held? Latka. It's five o'clock in the morning. Da. Uh, when we find it. It is traditionally a breakfast drink in some locales. Mm -hmm. Uh Based on the scroll, uh, Blake, how long do you think we need to have the opal in hand to transmogrify it into a useful crystal? Question for the keeper. Um, let's have a look. All right. Um, to do all the, the to make it into the pieces and do all the bits and pieces, I'd probably say about a week to fully um, to fully get it ready for use and do all the elements of what would be needed would be about a week. There'll be some time. Oh, well, so perhaps we should procure. Uh, I think at least uh, you know, uh, uh, I'll. Uh, there's a lower. Uh, ice box next to the one with the exotic animal specimens that has some more sausages we can uh, try again on a less tainted stove. A couple of us should stay awake to make sure there aren't any other attacks. Uh, everyone else should try to get a bit of rest. And I suspect that you know, perhaps I'll put, uh, we can go over the scroll together uh, a bit, Blake, and I can put a little portable kit together so that I could work on the crystals while we go up river and see uh, if we can locate the uh, source of trouble there. Owen was under the impression that the invasion from Lomar was more imminent than I should have thought with there only being a handful of them around. It does seem like they're more of an advance party than a, uh, than a full blown invasion. Cool. So basically, uh, you guys are gonna rest up, get try and get some sleep, have some more to eat, kind of take shifts, checking everything out, making sure everything's all good um, until a more a better time of the morning. There's one thing um, I'd like to try in the meantime uh, before yeah. we finally get going. Kind of get going. Um, I'm gonna concentrate on Wyatt, and if there's anything of his that's still here, uh, use that as a focus and try and use my clairvoyance to work out where he might be. Okay. Uh, yeah, sure. Give me a. Um, there's probably plenty of you're at the anvil, so there's probably quite a bit of stuff that Wyatt was working on, or jacket, or something like that. So. Um, oh, there yeah, are any got... number of things depending on how intimate an object you find useful. Yeah. yeah a pair of goggles he loved very much, but there's also a great deal of, uh, you know, underclothing. I will go with option number one. Goggles. Yeah. yeah. 
I won't be able to give you a bonus dice on that then. <laughs> For the sake of not holding underwear, I will forego the bonus dice. <laughs> yeah, give me a clear voice. Oh, I think I should have gone with the underwear. <laughs> nah, 98. You want to push it? <laughs> oh, I'm sorely tempted. Do you want to really also... focus? It, it would drain me of magic points because I'd already have I'd have to spend another five. So right. no, I'll, I'll leave it as a fail for the minute. I'll potentially do it later when I've had a chance to rest yeah, and exactly. regain my mojo back. Yeah, no, fair enough. It, it does drain you quite a bit though. Trying to, it almost seems like there seems to be a, a stronger force than your own that seems to be keeping you at bay. Now, during the next few hours, while people are doing stuff. Even though this isn't Boris's house, he's trying to make everybody around him feel comfortable, welcomed, offering them drinks, caviar, whatever. Oh, I like mm. your thing. Oh, and he rips a patch off and hands it to whoever complimented him about the, the insignia on his jacket. Mm -hmm. it's, the, it's the patch you made for your cult. <laughs> yeah. Join me, yeah? <laughs> Um, <laughs> very good people. Um, how is uh, Demiel going? Is he trying to move some shit? Yeah, I wrote it in your... Ah, cool. <laughs> ah, right, perfect, yes. Um, yep, so um, since you're, you're alone, because we kind of spoke about this, you're really kind of trying to clear your mind and kind of let it happen. So uh, I'm going to give you a bonus dice since you're you put putting I, time in I actually already passed. I actually passed. Oh, boom. Um, so, yeah, you managed to just really kind of focus on letting everything else kind of shut out. And you can just sort of faintly hear the mumbling of every kind of other people going wrong. And the cup just levitates off the table. In fact, do... Um, if I succeed, then I click, I, I check it. Or do I have to get like an extreme to check it? No, no, you just uh, you just have to pass to okay. be able to check it as a, yeah. All right, because I got a seven out of ten. <laughs> nice. I could make that an extreme if I wanted to, but I just have no, to you, succeed. So you you managed to, uh, you you managed to tap into that place within your mind. You find those unlocked locked reservoirs of your power, and make the 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 cup levitate off the table. And you even managed to get it to float towards your mouth and tip slightly so you can take a sip and float back. Well, I'm trying not to be obvious, so. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone else is off tinkering away with stuff. Milton's got his eyes closed trying to um, hold on to some uh, some goggles. Um, Boris is going around. He's chatting with Alexios as Alexios um, cooks up a stew. Um, and Marsden is tinkering away with all kinds of inhuman devices. Um, At some point, I'll probably take one of my 25-minute naps. Yeah, 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 yeah. Reinvigorating. Good power nap. Um, right, and then so we'll jump through to the morning. Um, it is probably, um, let's say, if you go, what? how early do you guys want to set up? The shops probably aren't going to open until like 9.30-ish. Yeah. Um, so you probably don't have to rush off too quick. Because uh, that was what the plan was to go to the, go find an opal, I believe. 
Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, so yeah, you guys kind of head out from the uh, from the anvil um, towards the the uh, jewelry di- district. How how's oh, how's Lex's stew effort? Oh yeah, give me a cooking roll. Let's see how good the the brick. Oh, you're right, mine. It's gonna be the best damn stew you've ever had. Uh, yeah, that's a, just a regular pass. Uh, it's a it's a regularly good like good home cooked like your mum used to make um, some beautiful spices. Uh, Damiel, it reminds you of uh, uh, the stuff that you used to have back in Greece. You know, you really miss your your, your the proper Greek cooking. So I know. can cook. <laughs> yeah, but not the same as not like Mama what, used to make. What day of the week is it? Uh, today, that is a very good point. Um, Saturday morning, which will reduce, which reduce the number of uh, places available for shopping. In fact, none of the Jewish so Saturday the establishments 13th, will be open. Oh, shit. Yeah. yeah, all the Jewish places are closed. Saturday, May 11th, I believe. Is that possible? Uh, no, that wouldn't, that doesn't tee up on the chart. If, it, if it's Saturday, have, it'll, it'll be the 13th. Um, Thursday is the 9th, but I could be wrong. Yep, so you guys found out Brandon was missing on Wednesday the 8th. Right. So is Saturday, Sunday? So Saturday is the 11th. Oh, Saturday 11th. Yeah, it is Saturday the 11th. You are quite right, yeah. Uh, right, which will Saturday the number of places we can shop. Um, but it won't eliminate them. Uh, I'm also, before we head out, I'm going to go to one of my cash stashes because yeah. we can probably get a better deal on Opal if we hand them a wad of unmarked bills. Hmm. I mean, that'll help. And, yep. And, I, and I'd like to get a couple because it's an experiment. We might smash the first three. Or you, exactly. Or you could just all have one. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, it sounds like we'll need a couple eventually, but I hope to take a couple of them from these sons of bitches before we're done. Right. Um, so, yeah, you guys uh, go into the, the first uh, store that you, you find that's open. Um, it's a pretty high-class high store. Um, the, the guy at the door is about to kind of stop um, Boris and... Um, coming in with with uh, Octavia uh, until it sort of looks to the dog and Boris sort of just gives him a smile um, and the dog kind of growls ever so lightly under its breath and the doorman has second thoughts and just lets you all through. Nice choice. I'm going to walk up to the... And I look at uh, Mars and I go, it, it's important to get these? Uh, yes, these um, these uh, will probably be um, vital to the well-being of two of our compatriots. So, how many do you want? I think. Uh, what What do you suppose, Blake? Five, three to break, two to keep, and one for each of us. So it seems like a good number. Oh, better yet, right? Five. So, five. Yes. I'm going to walk over to the proprietor of the store you want to role yeah. play or you just want me to do my yeah no no we'll, we'll play it so there's probably three people working in the store 
uh, two women, and then and then a um, a, a man probably in his mid thirties. Uh, so you would probably guess from everyone here, he would be the kind of the higher uh, person at the moment. And Mr. Konev, um, if in your professional opinion, you think that it would be useful to show a great deal of paper no, no. that's available. We, we get. And I, so, I uh, need to see your opal selection. Oh, sorry, forgive my rudeness. I am Boris and I extend my hand. Oh, oh, charmed, I'm sure. Uh, is that a dog you've got with you? It's my, uh, my eyes dog. Oh, oh, I see, I see, I do apologize. <laughs> we don't normally leave, uh, let uh, such uh, uh, animals in, but, um, well, I suppose under the circumstances. Uh, so, uh, yes, uh, how could I help you, gentlemen? Uh, opals. Show me. Opals. Please. Oh, yes, we have some lovely opals in, a, uh, if you may. And he sort of uh, leads you over to one of the uh, um, one of the uh, other kind of displays. And he goes, uh, as you can see here, we have uh, a wide range of um, uh, d different opals in, in um, we have rings, we have bracelets, uh, necklaces. Is it for a, um, a wife or a, um, a significant lady? No. Or something for yourself then, sir? We, we need a few. And I want to try oh. and char charm him. Yeah, sure. <laughs> well, how, how, are you, how are you charming him? How are you charm, nice, being very friendly and open. And we... I'm a member. I'm a kind man. I'm a... <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I'm in the background. I say, oh, we, we don't need them in settings. We just need raw opals. Oh. Oh, I see, I see you want... Uh... Just raw opals. Uh, well, uh, that may be a bit more difficult. Uh, normally, all of them. Uh, uh, what? Uh, how many would you be after? Three, four, maybe more if the price is right. Oh, oh, oh. Well, uh, well, I'm, I'm sure uh, that that would be quite, uh, quite pricey. But if you're, if you're good for the, uh, good for the money, of course, we would be more than happy to oblige. Um, I rolled an O six. Or not charm? Yes. Yeah, and he's finding you very, uh, very personal. And the idea of selling um, five or, or possibly more uh, opals, um, uncut opals, he's he's quite liking the idea of that. Uh, uh, was there a particular size? I look at Marston or Milton. So size here. Oh, wasn't it 20 carats, I think? They need to be 20 carats, and, you know, the uh, the amulets we've seen, the finished products are roughly in this shape. So the quality oh, wow. of the stone is 20 carats. Uh, 20 carats. Uh, if you would excuse me for one moment, I will go and see what we have out the back. Uh, one moment. And he sort of scarpers off, um, and the two women... Um, who are kind of looking at other tables, uh, maybe dealing with another customer or something, sort of smile your way and, and sort of nod. Um, after a few moments, the... Sorry? So I'm just keeping my ears open to see if we can hear a muffled woohoo or uh, anything like that that he <laughs> does out the back, yeah. Do, do each, does each one have to be 20 carats? Yeah, Is I think what? it does from memory. Yeah, it's a 20 carat um, opal needs to be used for the yeah magic's yep. an expensive business 
Um, he he comes uh, back out uh, and he goes, um, well, I've, I've just gone, spoken to our, our head jeweler um, out the back and um, he's had a look at what he has available and um, uh, unfortunately nothing is quite 20 carats, but uh, uh, we could, uh, we do have a few, uh, we, ha we have a few tens, 10 carats. We have a very fine eight carats. They can't help us, let's go. And I turn around with the dog and I start walking out. Do a read oh, on so him. Please. I, 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 uh, I, I do, I, I must say so that, that, that we have the 10 carats are, are absolutely beautiful. Can I do a read on him to make sure whether he's actually telling us the truth or it's not a case of, oh, all those guys from the league told us to keep all the 20 carat stuff, then don't give them to anyone else. Ah, right. Sure, you give me, give me a roll. Give me a roll. Psych roll. Or maybe he knows somebody who does have them. We can come back tomorrow. Oh, four. So, yes. Nice. Oh, that's definitely an extreme. Um, no, it doesn't seem to be like he's uh, hiding anything. He'd be quite happy to sell you uh, five twenty-carat uh, opals. Um, he just—they just legitimately don't have um, opals of that many opals of that size uh, in the store at this present moment. Um, you have one. Do you know if any of the other shops around have them? Uh, what? Uh, and he sort of, kind of, kind of looks like he's racking his brain and then sort of you both all of you give me give me psych rolls quickly uh spot on 50 out of nope. 50. nah fail that one um uh nope fail boris you um order almost sort of like a glimmer of recognition before it quickly kind of like wipes away from his face he he's almost able to hide it but you just sort of you catch it because you're very good at reading people. Uh, no, I, I don't believe uh, anyone would would have uh, would have that many opals of, of that size and quality. No, uh, it's, yes. You're lying to me. And that, and then the dog growls. Uh, I I assure you, sir. That I uh, this no, you know, I would not lie. Uh, Why well, I've no reason to lie to you, sir. <laughs> You want the money. We're not buying any goddamn 10 carat opals, and you know where the 20 carats are. And then the dog growls more. I think we can uh, give me give me an intimidate from the dog really quick. And uh, it's scary, so it gets a <laughs> 17 out of 75. Oh Jesus. Yeah. He you he, he pretty much uh he shits his pants where he stands. Yeah, he's uh Okay, okay, all right, all right. Just, just don't don't cause a scene. This is a respected establishment, sir. I said he's my seeing eye dog. If I don't get what I see, he takes their eyes. Jesus Christ, who is this bastard? I, I'm, <laughs> I'm walking out. Now I'm going to try and defuse this and say, we, we can arrange a finder's fee here as well, so you won't be left out of pocket by business going he's elsewhere. telling us for free. Um, he goes, there's the only place that I can think of that would, would have, it's, it's a specialized store. He, he deals in more eccentric jewelry. 
I'm wondering if it's the friend uh, looking at Damiel. Wondering if it's the uh, friend of you, well, acquaintance of yours you've already met. I don't know. I walked yeah, out. Dam Damiel's outside. <laughs> I, I bet it's the place that Damiel went. I, I turned to you. I turned to where he was and go, oh. Yes, I, I um, suspect that Damiel will know the address, Blake. Um, so the guy writes down quickly on a on a piece of paper uh, an address that's not too far from here, um, and um, and hands it over to you. And he goes, "That's the only place that's going to have uh, that many opals of that size." He he he. I don't know how he does it, but he seems to be the only one to get them in of that size. And he has a a hold on the market. We we just aren't able to get them that 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 good quality opals. We can get rubies, emeralds, everything else, but for some reason he seems to hold the choke hold on, on the opals. I suspect he has an unfair trade advantage. Um, thanks for your trouble. I'd like to buy, uh, I don't know, um, $200 worth of fine silver from you for your trouble. Oh, just, oh yes, sir, of course. Just, uh, and he you know, goes, bars or something simple. Yeah, he goes and, and picks up a uh, you know, get, gets all that sort of weighs it out for you. Um, give me a, cr a credit rating. <laughs> you should be fine. You're a pretty well yeah, dude. Uh, 19 is, uh, is that hard or just, just hard? Yeah, no, that's enough though. To, uh, yeah, you're, you're, you you got the nice wads of cash. So you uh, you pay for that and you, you've you managed to, to get those. And that has um, cheered him up. Quite a bit, not to the extent of what he wanted to be sold five opals, but uh, yeah, and it decreases. Um, so the back, um, he's going to complain to someone about our presence, also. Sure, sure. Um, clean up uh, the trail. Uh, thank you so much for coming. Uh, please come again. <laughs> Silver always comes in handy for extra bullets, you know. Good day to you, sir. But bullets, uh, uh, yes, of course. And then I'm assuming you will you will leave. Outside, I'll make the comment that thinking maybe that six-legged thing is a distant relation of the werewolf after all. Never hurts to be prepared. I mean, uh, it's a good thing I had a nine-spectrum flashlight in prototype. After all, hmm. so it's a nasty-looking um, thing. So did you beat them out of the guy? No, no. Why pay for information? Information's free. Although we do have an address, and from the way he was describing it, I think you might already know where to go and rattle off said address. Yeah, I don't remember if we came up with a name for the place, but is that <laughs> the place? The same it's the same address, yeah. Uh, same place, but I think that he's Jewish. I don't know. We'll have to see if they're open today. Um, so if he is, he doesn't seem over. to be religiously uh, bound particularly based on his clientele. No, but it might be cultural, you know. Who knows? We'll see. Um, if you're going to take a day off. Well, I know where it is. It's, it's this direction. I went through about 17 shops before I got to his. Cool. Um, give me a spot hidden as you will make your way. O2. Oh, wait. No, that's a fumble. They all buy one, but it sounds like we've got people that have passed. So, Cool. 
Um, Damiel, you see a, a police car um, at the end of the street with two officers sitting in the front seat um, and they, they seem to be watching your group. I, I quietly inform everybody else, what should we do? Well, uh, my first question, uh, Daniel, is you have a relationship with this fellow. Perhaps you should uh, be engaged with the transaction. Or we could send Lex in, since no one knows him, uh, although he's been seen in our company. Regardless, the rest of us, or a couple of us, might go and engage the officers directly. Perhaps not. Well, I could, I could go in with Lex, but I don't have the checkbook, so... Well, I have a great deal of cash, so um, you can whistle if this isn't sufficient. But all right, I think this is you know. Let's give him two hundred. So this is yeah. Uh, this uh, seven hundred remains. Got a little. I've got some ingots too, in case. Sometimes I find that people respond better to raw metals, but uh, all right. Oh, geez. Heavy. I'm in the Alexios. It's not heavy. See? Ah, I'm carry me. one. <laughs> so Damio and Alexios are going to carry on to uh, the jewelers and uh, Milton, Boris, Octavian, and Marsden. What are you going to do? I suggest that Boris uh, and Octavian stay outside the shop to prevent any interruption of commerce. And Milton, you and I can go and talk to the officers. Neither one of us is under particular suspicion for anything. No, but their police chief is. Yes, he's a crook. But if they're busy talking to us, then they won't interfere with our business. You never know. We might be able to coax some info out of them as well. Be careful. They, I think they might have kidnapped uh, Wyatt. Oh, I suspect they're holding Wyatt, certainly. I mean, I don't think it's the police themselves. I think the police let the friends of the league, that clubhouse, that Mickey Mouseketeers do it. I'll be careful. You as well. Okay, so you guys get to, pretty much you're on the corner of a street. Um, uh, Damiel, Alexios, Boris, and uh, Octavian uh, walk off one way, and Milton and, and Marsden, you guys step forward to go uh, over to the, to the police car. Uh, let's start with Milton and Marsden. So you guys um, approach the police car. Um, I said the two officers are sitting inside. Um, they sort of watch as you kind of come up to the window. Yeah, I'll uh, knock on the window. Mm -hmm. Good morning, Mr. Blake. Oh, good morning. I was wondering if you might be able to do a bit of a public service for me. Uh, could you tell me the time? And while it's moving around. <laughs> yes. Hypnosis, do it. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. <laughs> Law of Averages says I've got to pass some time. Yes, finally. It's only irregular, but I can make it hard if I need to. Um, yeah, he got it. He just got a regular on his pal, so you'll need to make it a hard. 
right, so, I will spend so, the uh, 31 to 26 is four. I'll spend the five points to make it hard. Uh, cool. And he'll, so he'll sort of be like, uh, what? Yeah, I was just wondering if you could uh, inform us about what, what it is that you're doing here. Who's um, who's giving you the orders to follow us? Who should we be worried about and what plans have you got? Spill the beans, good man. Detective Psych put us on protection detail for you. He's worried about what you, the league is doing to you. <laughs> and the other cop's like, Jones, what the hell are you doing? He's been quite cooperative. Oh, so you actually have our good interests, uh, good interests at heart. This is uh, this is most reassuring. Is there anything the we chief, should? The chief is with the league, so Sykes wants to make sure no more deaths. Jones, you need to shut up, man! God damn it! <laughs> yeah, I'll. Um, I think I'll lower it at that point. Is there a? Is there a? a uh, Conditorai bakery donut shop in the immediate vicinity. <laughs> there's got to be. They can only yeah, travel this one, like 50 they feet from the donut right shop. outside ones. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, sorry, uh, officers. Uh, I was just going to uh, purchase myself one of those chocolate eclairs, and I wondered if you would like some refreshment, a coffee, a pastry. Uh, the other one, uh, the one that wasn't hypnotized, sort of goes up. Uh, Hey, hey, Sykes said you guys were the one on the up and up. Oh, yeah, that'd be great. Thanks. Uh, uh, and he pulls out his, like, he's got all these papers and he kind of looks at one of them and looks at it and goes, uh, you're Leftbridge, right? Yes. Yes, Leftbridge. Marston. You can call me Marston. Uh, but this is, uh, is Sergeant Jones and uh, I'm Sergeant Blake. <laughs> good to meet you, Officer oh, Blake. You good name there. Yeah. yeah. Do you, uh, are you the chocolate type, the glazed sort? Oh, uh, I ain't picky. And Jones is like, um, uh, gl glazed? Gl yeah, glazed. Uh, what happened? <laughs> uh, you're probably not accustomed to being treated uh, in a social fashion by the population. Can be quite disconcerting. Coffee black, one sugar, what do you take? Uh, milk and eight sugars. Very good. Uh, and Blake, uh, Blake is, is uh, um, uh, I'll do the same, but make mine 12. How have you got any teeth? We normally work the, the night shift, but uh, since Sykes uh, doesn't have a lot of people he can trust, he had us do the day shift as well. So we're kind of running on fumes a bit. Oh, you poor sods. Hey, uh, mind if I jump in the back? It'd be easier talking uh, talking inside the car rather than outside the car. Uh, sure, I guess. We'll, we'll have to let you, uh, hang on. Yeah, we'll have to let you back out, but okay. Um, and they, you, you just jump in. And Marston, you go and get the, uh, the stuff, I'm assuming. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, it's a chance for me to get some more coffee. And occasionally, if you inhale powdered sugar of the right quality, pretty good stuff. Nice. Yeah. Jones and Blake are uh, definitely looking forward to some some eclairs and coffee. So uh, what do you want to talk about, Mr. Blake? Well, it seems like you've definitely got our best interests at heart, considering the uh, 
the rather disreputable nature of these individuals from the league that are ah. breathing down our necks. It seems that we've we've they've been breathing down our necks and we've crossed their path. So what ah. quid pro quo? What uh, what's going on from your side of things? Basically, uh, the chief, um, as he's with this this group, um, Sykes, Sykes and, and us, we, we all grew up together, so we're like brothers. Um, there's not a lot of people left in the department that are willing to, to go against the chief's, uh, the chief's wishes. So um, hence why we're here on protection detail. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, you guys have definitely made a uh, quite an impression Hmm. Yeah, they uh, they were their heavy-handed tactics as well. Made a made a bit of an impression on us as well. Um, have you noticed anyone that we should be wary of out on the streets, or is everything fairly calm at the minute? Well, the league they got their fingers in a lot of pies, so I'd uh, I'd be careful uh, who you piss off because they, I mean, they got lawyers, they got judges, they got. The police chief, I mean, at this rate, we're lucky they don't got the mayor. Hmm. They do seem to have connections in politics, stretching outside of town as well. Yeah, well, uh, like I said, um, it's you guys got to you got to keep your wits about you. I mean, uh, that that friend of yours who was in the hospital, he's we don't know what's happened to him. He's long gone. Yeah, we heard he'd been kidnapped. Yeah. But I'll, I'll quite happily make small talk with them at that point from, until the yeah. uh, the donuts and coffee turn up. Coffee and pastry. Sure, so, oh, oh. <laughs> yeah. No, thank, thanks very much, Mr. Lethbridge. It's uh, much obliged. Uh, I see, you know, normally I take my coffee black, but this uh, 12 sugar thing, it gives a certain... Zing. Hey, well, it keeps you going. <laughs> Quite. Officers, uh, uh, perhaps uh, Mr. Blake has already mentioned our, our unfortunate friend, Mr. Chambers. Um, do you, were there officers uh, assigned a detail in the hospital when he was kidnapped? They both sort of uh, look at each other and they go, yeah. Uh, Calhoun and Beauregard. Calhoun and Beauregard, thank you. Uh, now that we've been fortunate enough to meet a couple of honest members at Contabulary, it's good to know which names we need to watch out for in particular. Yeah, they just so happened to both be on break at the exact time that uh, your friend of yours was uh, slipped out of the ho out of the hospital. Yeah. Rather convenient, don't you think? Mm. Uh, one would almost think there were some sort of criminal conspiracy involved. If one didn't know better. I was going to make uh, welcome to the New York Police Department. Yeah. Um, so yeah, you guys sort of chat with him for a bit more and um, drink coffee with twelve sugars, and uh, and 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 enough for clears to to sink a battleship. Um, uh, so let's jump over to um, uh, the Black Hand, which is the name of the jewelry shop. Um, that uh, Demiel went to, um, um, and it seems to be there's an open sign in the window. Um, seems to be, you know, 
same grimy windows. All right. Um, uh, Alexos, uh, you you make sure nothing happens. Uh, but uh, I don't I don't think there'll be any danger in here. Um, Boris, you're standing outside with the dog. All right. I'm outside with the dog. All right. So I'll go into the shop. Mm-hmm. Did was he the one who made the original amulets? Uh, you don't know. Okay. He was the one that made the um, uh, made the pins. That's right. Okay. Yeah. That's what he made. Um, all right. So I go inside. Um, hello, Mr. Schwanzauga, are you here? Um, the, uh, off to one side, there's a, uh, an Iron Maiden. Um, and the Iron Maiden opens and... You're back. Um, yeah. Um, you're one of the only jewelers that I've actually dealt with so far, and I'm just interested to know we're looking for some material. Um, are you okay? Yes, I was just taking my nap for the day. Uh, who's, the, um, who's the Colossus? This is my brother. Uh, Alexis. Uh, oh. Quite an we entrance, at, like we, Mick. People can't tell us apart most of the time. Yes. <laughs> Uh, he goes um he goes behind the counter and sort of uh wipes his hands and brings out his funky goggle things again um and goes right so 20 carat opals i'm assuming now why would you say that well last time you were in here you were looking for the uh pins so it's only logical that the next step would you be coming in would to be getting the crystals to make your own necklace did you uh, did you make the necklaces? The no, ones? no. I've seen it though. I've seen it. He's been in here. That Argus fella. All right, twenty carat opals. Um, we're looking for five of them. Five of five. your finest. Uh, so he brings out um, uh, his sort of box, um, and he kind of he brings out a big. A massive ring of keys. And finally uh, manages to unlock his box. Uh, and he, he brings out um, uh, like a, a red cloth, which he unravels. Uh, and, and, and there uh, are three perfectly uh, oval um, opals. And these are 20 carats? for you. Yeah, 20 carats exactly. Mm. Can't do five at the moment. I can do three. How often do you get something like this? Uh, I seem to have a pretty um, pretty good hold on the market for opals. Mm. Um, I could probably possibly get some more in for you by the end of the month. Okay. But something tells me... Uh, that could be too long. Not necessarily. I mean, what can you do? Um, how much 
Pfeiffer or Opal are we talking here? Hmm. Normally, they'd be quite pricey. But I think we can come to an agreement. Go on. Give me your hand. My hand? Hmm. And he's, he's, he's putting his hand up for you to... Yeah. All right. I'll, hand, I'll put my hand in his face up. Yeah. Um, and he sort of start. He get he flips his his kind of glasses and things again. He's come to you, hasn't he? Who are you talking he's unlocked about? Your, he's unlocked your power. I'm not sure what you're talking about. Hmm. I can see it in you. He's unleashed the power. You're trying to fight it. Go on. The man who unleashed this power is my brother. You have. died 30 years ago. Why are you fighting it? I've uh, only just begun. I'm not really fighting it, but I'm inexperienced in it. Mm. Uh, um, how much for the stones? Well... Since I uh, feel that you and your associates will be uh, on the right side of history, I'll give them to you at a promise. Well, that's uh, a promise? Yes. A promise that you killed the man who took my brother's life. Who took your brother's life? Ferdinand Argus. Deal. <laughs> yeah, I thought that'd be the case. Um, so he uh, he sort of big toothy grin and reaches his hand out to you and shakes it uh, and then wraps up the three opals, um, puts them in the box and he actually turns the box around um, and... Um, on the side is all the other um, materials that you, it looks like that you would need to make necklaces. So the, the, the chains and, and all the kind of extra bits and pieces. Um, and he's actually in the lid of the case, there's step-by-step -step directions of exactly how to uh, create the crystals. Well, Not the mystical is... stuff, but like the, the actual physical making of it. All right. Well, uh, we have a bargain. Do I have to bring you his head or anything or just? It's sort of hard to explain, but the body that Ferdinand Argus has taken over is my brother's. Ah. 
and then my brother's body, uh, my brother's mind is in the body of some thing else. But you've seen him. Odd looking bloke. You mean Argus? Uh, no, he's my brother's mind is in the body of the guy that ah, you I've met. seen your brother, yes. Yeah. But my brother's real body is the one that Argus is using. Well, I don't know what to say, Mr. Schweinsauka, but uh, that that's our intention already before we came in. Well, then I'm, I, I was hoping that would be the case, so I'm glad we're on the same page. Well, uh, I'm too uh, old and frail to do it myself, but uh, looking at, um, well, your compatriot here, I, I think you should have a much better chance at uh, succeeding. I will uh, check in at the end of the month uh, to see if you have acquired a couple more stones. Mm. Thank you. Oh, um, uh, by the way, the the one standing outside. Uh, Mr. Uh, Konev, yes. Yeah, I recognize him. You do realize he's a cult leader, don't you? Well, I know that he's definitely involved in the occult. He seems to be able to summon ghosts. Or at least he's mm. pretending to. Oh no! If I if what I've heard correctly about this one, he's uh, he's one of the up and up ones. But uh, yeah, he had a cult. He's left them now. But uh, he's very persuasive. So just keep an eye on. Do you know what the name of the cult was? Uh, the cult of the Red Rose. All right. Well, thank you very much. And he sort of comes back around the counter, um, lies back down into the Iron Maiden and pulls the doors closed. Shall we? We shall. That looks kind of cozy, I'm not going to lie. Um, hmm. So we can split this money. No. <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm already halfway down I'll, the street. That's exactly <laughs> what we've done. Um, that was rather unusual. I almost, I'm not sure whether I feel grateful or whether I feel like I'm being tricked. I'd much rather pay money for something than get it legitimately, but we'll, we'll consult with everyone else when we get back to them. They seem to be still talking to the cops. Well, you've never killed someone from sitting a jail game? Sitting in the bank seat eating dumb. Alexios, I, I, would, I wouldn't harm a fly up until my friend was murdered. And now I, I don't know. I don't know that I could kill somebody, but something, something more than just a murder is going on here. Something far more sinister, and I'm going to stop it. And if I can bring the hammer down on uh, Argus for what he's done. I'll do it. I think I uh, leave the heavy lifting to me, little cousin. You're the hammer. Gotcha. 
<laughs> All right, let's get back to the others. Um, so yeah, um, after what seems like maybe 20-ish minutes, Milton and Marsden, you guys see um, the others coming back up the street. And Dami, uh, Alexios is carrying the sack with all the the, the, the silver and whatnot and um, a, a metal kind of lockbox. Oh, we didn't get doll. the key. Ah, it's a trick. <laughs> um, well, gentlemen, I got three. We'll, yeah, we'll uh, farewell the officers and tell them we're actually going out of town. Or should we, like, do we tell them we're going upstate? Might as well. I, well. Actually, introduce the guys to the cops and say, like, this oh, is Officer yeah. Blake. He's got a great name. And other guy, Jones. His name. Jones, that's it. This is, this is Jones. Two, two of the few good cops left in this city, so it seems. Hmm. Well, it happens. I wouldn't give, uh, no offense, I wouldn't give away too much of our plans because. Um, we don't want these gentlemen to be in trouble if they know something. Plausible deniability. It's probably a good call. As soon as uh, these two guys turned up here, Jones just started bleating out the whole thing. Well, give uh, give the detective our... our uh, I mean, you guys know where we are, so... Yeah. Mm. Yes, uh, send Detective Sykes our regards and appreciation frankly, um, and tell him to keep his nose down too, because yes, uh, we, hopefully there'll be a, a change in weather soon, but until then, we must all be on our toes. Uh, Lex, uh, you look like a fellow who likes a couple donuts. Uh, supposed to mean? You know, I I'm, just, I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm only kidding you. <laughs> Uh, Couple do dozen have, donuts. <laughs> do you have a jelly preference? We've got a grape left, and uh, I don't know what the red is. The red supposed to be strawberry, cherry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's strawberry. I'm pretty sure. Mm. Absolutely. Right. Eat it uh, one bite. Officer Blake. <laughs> Officer Blake is sort of staring quite strangely at Boris, like he's trying to recognize something. He's just, Hey, hey, uh, pal, um, do I know you? Maybe. I think your aunt came to see me. I had her speak with her dead husband. Uh, it's not really ringing a bell, but I, I feel like I, we don't have a paperwork here for you. You, uh, you... Is he with you guys? He's he's just joined our group. Yes. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, well, uh, will it? Yeah. Uh, I guess. Um, yeah. Catch you. You just got one of those faces, huh? You. You say so you. That's what you do. You. Uh, you do all that 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 tarot reading mumbo jumbo, something like that. Duh. Yeah. Right. Yes. <laughs> His name is Benny Carter. Benny Carter. That's uh that's a good name. Huh? Italian. Nah. Blake's not the sharpest tool. <laughs> the Good. officer Blake. Milton Blake's yeah. fine. Officer Blake. Yeah. 
Yeah. Well, gentlemen, we, we need to get back to the anvil. Uh, will you guys be safe? Uh, like uh, Me and Jones here, we'll, we'll, we'll keep an eye on things. We'll let you know if there's any uh, any strange occurrences. That's what the uh, Rivadurchi. <laughs> cool, yeah. So they get back in the car and um, and as you guys walk off, you can kind of hear the car start up. And, right. Yeah. All right. So once we're back at the anvil, I go over everything that uh, the Schweinsauga said, and including the stuff about his brother and then our, and our little deal and why he gave them to us for free. And I give Marston the money back. And, uh, and then I say, and one, one final thing I'd like to clear up. Um, I didn't choose Boris's real name because apparently he's a cult leader. No, yeah, I, I thought the, I told The you. Red Rose. Yeah, the patch I gave to the man with the watch. So I, uh, what sort of cult was this? Mr. Schweinsoger recognized you. I it's benevolent. I um people get old and then I gesture to myself and die. They leave uh, a wife and kids and you know I I let them speak with them before you know before passing on. For money. Of course. Donation. When when I tell where Will is hidden in roof in secret compartment, they make money. They give me gift. How did you happen to meet Professor Kilgrave? Uh, in the library. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, just met him in the library. Perfect. In the supermarket. <laughs> near, the, near the cabbages, yes. Um, so uh, I, I'll need a few hours at least, I think, uh, to set up a portable equipment to work on the crystals while we travel. Uh, there's a question whether we should uh, arrange for vehicular transport or take the train up towards Socrates. Um, but uh, it was uh, very nice of the bereaved owner of the Black Hand to provide these pre-work elements. I wonder if he's trying to make crystals by himself, and that's why he knew just what was in order. Well, he says that he's uh, too old, but uh, he'll also try to procure at least two more of those for us by the end of the month. And does he look that much older than Argus? If Argus is in his brother's body, that's all. There are some elements that are most unlikely, to say the least. We should also consider what materials might be useful uh, to prevent another attack from Argus, if now that he's declared himself an intentional enemy. If um, if Argus is able to jump from one body to another, yeah, it's likely that he's much, possibly much older than he appears. 
Yes. In fact, who knows how many bodies that. Exactly. Yes. Now he said he'd been doing this in cycles. Then it does does seem to imply that this isn't his first rodeo. I wonder if we'll find the uh, the brother in one of the crystals when if should we manage to collect them. Possibly. And I wonder what happens to the thought patterns inside if one is smashed. Well, they could also be one of those uh, one of those folks trapped in the tower. Also, what if you kill the body? Does the mind die or does the mind pop back into the crystal? My killing Argus might not be anywhere near as easy as we think. Well, we don't want to kill the body because it's not his. That's just well, correct, right? Yeah. Ideally, except we'd that, like to return Sterling to his wife if we can find him. If if Schweinstucker's uh, brother contacted me and in fact released my power as the guy said then he's not completely trapped he's able to reach out into people's minds he contacted me on saturn for god's sakes didn't you find that figure very uh strange and frightening uh... i thought it was the devil did that man have pendant? I don't remember. No? There are more than one weird secret societies in New York. Well, you know, Boris. Yeah. <laughs> does seem to be a uh, magnet to them, really, doesn't it? I was hoping that uh, Schweinsauker, um made those medallions. We could have just had him make the medallions for us, but he he didn't. He said he'd seen them. He knew what they were. Anyway. Probably we would, uh, it would be a great leap of faith to let him make them for us anyway. Whereas if we follow the instructions carefully. It might also have a degree of attunement that it might require the maker, or at least there's a bond created between the, the owner and the thing that they make well are we packed up I'd, I'd suggest if we're heading north we take the train up to will they uh, let the dog on the train don't see why not they let people from downtown there so hey why not uh, but then we get a car when we get to the other end sounds good so you guys are heading, uh, plan to head to Sogadis, correct? Correct. Cool. Uh, Blake, uh, this establishment with whom you're in contact, is are there facilities there for us to occupy or should we look to uh, garner hotel rooms or it's probably not quite the season. We might be able to rent a house in town. I'm, I imagine the answer is probably yes to both of those. Um, we can always see if we can get rooms there because I mean they do have patients that that reside there if they're full full to the gunnels I'd be surprised so the, hopefully they'd have five five rooms if they don't then we can get a hotel so explore option one if that fails go for option two fair enough 
All right. So uh, you guys pack up everything and then head over to the train station. Um, uh, as you guys leave, obviously, see you do see off the distance the, the police car and you can see the two officers inside and they sort of give a bit of a gesture. Um, you guys make your way over to the train station and buy your tickets. Um, Marsden, I think most of you guys have got pretty good income, so you're able to pay for pretty decent, you know, um, seats, uh, you know, in the, in the more expensive section. Um, there's a couple of odd looks by the dog, but you guys are paying pretty well and and whatnot that they um, kind dog of... Dog and the cat. And the cat, yes, yes. Uh, the cat's sort of managed now uh, just sort of, he can sit up near around your shoulders, he just sort of perches on like Bob the cat, if anyone knows who Bob the cat is. Um, he just sits up on Milton's shoulders quite happily um and uh with it somehow just as much as a cat can just this kind of dumb satisfied grin just <laughs> there to face um and uh yeah so you all you all board on and uh who is going to take the window seats i'll take a window seat i like the window seats okay and who else uh, I'll take one, sure. Cool. So can the two of you uh, give me spot headings as the car pulls away? Uh, yes, regular pass. Barely pass, yes. Okay, so both got regular pass. As you guys, as the train is pulling away and you guys are looking out the window, um, you see, uh, you can see the cop car kind of just parked up on the street. Um, and the two cops sort of have gotten out and they've sat down on the, the hood of the car and they seem to be waving the train off. Um, just as the train pulls out of the station, um, you see two large shadow-like creatures emerge out from the alleyway and engulf the two uh, officers and pull them into the, in, into the alleyway. And you almost feel like you hear a faint distant scream which is faded in with the sound of the, the train. And that's in the middle of the day? No, this is probably uh, late afternoon when you guys went off to, because um, that was when the train would have been. Okay. Because you guys had to do the jewelry stuff, then you had to go and pack up all your equipment, which means you would have had Anvil and then back to, um, to Bargles, and then it would have been a big. Yeah, but oh, now you guys are on your way to Solcaterius. So uh, can Alexios and Damiel give me uh, sanity checks for seeing that? 18, pass. Cool. Asked on the dot. Oh, his his yeah. sanity is only 35 and he's passed both times. So since, since you guys have already seen the creatures, you don't take any from this. Gentlemen, I think our cop friends were just grabbed by those shadow things. What? I, so they were on the they were next to their car it's it's gone we can't see it now but I swear there was something came out of an alley black wrapped itself around them and then pulled them off into the dark I was rather hoping that our attacker was more or less unique it was very interesting. Common. that's true I'll be curious to see whether officers Jones and Blake 
disappear altogether or, or show up as somebody else uh, well if they sh if they show up we can't trust them indeed we had two friends and now we have two fewer i i wonder if we shouldn't try to send a telegraph to detective sykes we should do that as soon as we can yeah. we'll have to do it when the train stops all right, and I think that is a perfect spot to leave it for tonight. Okay. Our players included Jason Melnichok, Matthew Sanderson, David Gassaway, Mark Anthony, and myself, with Zane Fleming as the keeper of the secrets. We have a Discord server where you can chat with our other members. You can set up a private game, and you can learn the finer arts of gameplay and game mastering. There's a link below. We provide audio-only versions of our shows free for you to download from Podbean or iTunes. The costs involved with the short provided almost entirely by our patrons. Without them, we wouldn't be able to do what we do. If you'd like to help support our show, please visit our Patreon account. Just a dollar to a month helps us a lot. You can find a link in the description below. Like, share, and subscribe to our channel and punch the bell icon for updates on our latest shows. And leave us some comments. We enjoy reading them and answering any questions you might have. This is Tom Riley, together with all the members of our gaming club, inviting you to journey with us once again into the darkness for another adventure into the universe of H.P. Lovecraft and the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. Until next time, good luck, good gaming. Good gaming.